1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Afterbus TV's Parenthood After Show. We are here doing Season 6, Episode 6. We're halfway there, my yeah. god, Love <laughs> the final season, I'm your host, Sarah. Serafini. Today, I have with me... I'm Kelly Knezabich. I'm Lexi far Hey, guys. I'm April wilson here Yes, and we are here doing the episode, Too Big to Fail. A lot of big things that could have potentially failed, but hasn't. We'll get into it. Overall, what were your thoughts? Kelly, go ahead. Oh,
2: I didn't cry. I didn't get emotional. That was good. (laughs) I like that. That was good. We needed an episode where we didn't cry. I thought it was a good episode. I thought, I mean, it was was a happier episode, a lighter episode, I thought. It was definitely lighter, which I really liked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It was a good episode, I thought.
4: It was lighter, but I was still stressed. I mean, what's new, (laughs) I guess? But the Luncheonette stuff stressed me out. Obviously, we'll get into it. But it was good. I liked it. I liked the fact that I didn't, like, semi-cry. Which is mm-hmm. good for me so
1: far this season. Yeah. I felt like there was a lot of character growth in tonight's episode uh, yeah. for everybody, and we'll definitely get into it, but let's just start with Max and Dylan. First of all, we do a time jump three months <laughs> into the future, so are, oh are they now present time or are we behind three months? Who knows, but three months, I guess, is today. But that was surprised, and I mean that was a big surprise. To me. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah.
4: The only reason I knew that is because this is not on the topic we're talking about. But Amber is yeah. like, "Oh, hello, you're pregnant." We both like- were like, "How did that happen?" She's getting bigger every scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I knew the time hop happened. But they, off- Max and Dylan, have obviously gone forward in their relationship because she's coming to his house. She's spending the night, which I'm like okay with you because that would not have well in fairness three months happening. have
1: passed i mean they've been spending a lot of time together maybe yeah. they're at that next step to having sleepovers yeah that was sweet, <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> but uh, okay so now that this time has passed what do we think of the now potential relationship they could have it seems like there's there could be something there like a future
2: uh, I I don't know. I I like her. I think she's a sweet girl, but I feel like she likes the family dynamic. I think that yes. she likes uh, what Mrs. B mm-hmm. and she loves Nora. I just don't think she's there one hundred percent for Max. And they have that conversation too. So yeah. I mean, uh, Mrs. Braverman lets her know, you know, uh, that they're that she should be over there for Max. But I still feel like she's kind of over there, yeah, for everything, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's it's kind of like what I said last episode. I think that she's definitely there more for the family than she is for Max because uh, clearly her parents aren't really in the picture. And yet here is this, you know, so involved and tight-knit family that she wants to be a part of. Mm -hmm. I mean, she even, like, rests her
1: head on... um, like Christina, on, thank you Christina. on Christina's shoulder. Watching to kill MacKenzie, yeah. Yeah. love that movie. Yeah,
4: honestly, I can semi relate in the sense that I, well, I have a very close knit family as well. But uh, any guy I've ever dated, I'm, I'm very like attracted to family, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Like my, um, a guy I dated throughout college, his family was like my my family because they live so close. Um, but I equally, obviously, you know, liked him. So I kind of get it in the sense of maybe that's just something that she likes. She likes that dynamic and maybe she does like Max, but, um, you know, cause it's fun to hang out with you know, a mom that isn't your own sometimes and another, you exactly. know, a little kid. So I kind of, I go a little both ways on that situation.
1: I liked, I like the story that they built for her that she doesn't have that supportive family like Max does because yeah. she is a child with, who has special certain needs too, but her family isn't there to support her in her growing mm-hmm. up phase. Who knows if she has a nanny or what her family is like, even if her parents are home, if they're happy, if they really do take care of her. Because right now it seems like she's being neglected because they are business parents. And so, why she's really clinging on to the Brave is because it's a family that cares about kids who have problems and who have needs, and she's not getting that in her own home. Mm-hmm. So, I liked how I felt for her in this episode. I was like, okay, now maybe it wasn't just in it for Max, it was in it for the whole family dynamic. I thought that was sweet.
3: And I don't I don't know if she has a nanny though, because she when she was talking to Christina at school, she was like, It's fine, like I'm okay staying home alone then. You know, have
1: some reverse psychology on her oh, part, yeah. slightly manipulative mm-hmm. too. So yeah. th- that's where I still question the relationship. Dylan's sneaky. You can just tell by the way she acts.
4: I mean, I like her. I'm growing to like her more and more as a character, but she's definitely a
1: sneaky little snake. She knows how to play Christine because Christine is the person who will help anyone. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. she will stop and help a dying animal before her own. Uh, her whole life, so it, it shows that like she knows how to play Christine and be like, "Yes, I'll be alone again," you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, no, no, you can sleep over again, sure, great, <laughs> right. like, okay." So, oh, uh, we'll see. I think it. They really do build their relationship, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Anything else on them? All right. All uh, right, Hank and Sarah. They have a fun game night with Ruby. Interesting, fun? fun, yeah, fun. Interesting, definitely an interesting night. Yeah, I mean, okay. So Ruby, of course, again be- being that teenage woman or girl coming in, not liking her mother, and saying she's so unhappy. And then, of course, Sarah has the awesome idea of having a game night, which is traditional in her family. Mm-hmm. So, and that shows another dynamic. She's trying to build a family with Hank and being close to Ruby. This was. Did you expect for it to go down this way? Yes. yes. Yeah. Of
3: course. That's Ruby. <laughs> and as soon as I saw how quickly Amber and Sarah were going back and forth, like, bantering in the mm-hmm. game, I was like,
4: this can't be good. No. Done. Because yeah. <laughs> when is Hank ever going to be that good at playing celebrity? No, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. they're
1: not close enough. They don't have the relationship. Exactly. And just having literally going after that incredible round between Sarah and Amber, that mother daughter relationship that's so strong and they're awesome together. And then Ruby following up with that, literally starting the episode saying, I hate mom and she has she doesn't have that relationship with her mother, so she knew he knew she was gonna be jealous and Mm -hmm. not going to be
2: I definitely felt there would be some competition there Mm -hmm. not only would she not be good at the game but I felt that there would for sure be
1: competition I would love to play game night with them that would be fun yeah they're so good though I would
2: be I'm like I'm nervous to play with them but those clues that Amber and uh, Sarah were doing or I guess Amber was giving Sarah great clues oh yeah amazing
1: even Ruby's clues though I'm like of course it's Shakira yeah, Almost right. It's, right. Like, Don't lie. lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Yeah, that was funny. And but it also just shows that Sarah's trying to be a, a somewhat of a mother because she's the one looking at be like, uh, "No, you know what a party means." If mm-hmm. they're going over, like, hanging out. What was it? Studying. Studying. Yeah. studying. Yeah. You know, they're not really going to be studying. They're going right. to be partying it up. She's had a teenage daughter. She's lying. And but then, of course, after Ruby storms out, she goes over to her friend's house. Bleep plays beer pong Mm -hmm. is hungover what do we think of amber in this scene i loved it i did too yeah
4: it's such like a good everyone needs you know that one times two times sometimes maybe three times of having (laughs) to learn like a good lesson and you know everyone messes up and you need like a good time to not be able to um, get in trouble for the times that you mess up and to yeah. actually like learn and learn for yourself. And um, I liked it. I liked the connection that I could see developing between the two of them, I guess.
3: Yeah. I thought it was good because I think that Ruby really needed a peer to kind of bring that reality check into her that she needed to tone it back with. The partying and being nicer to her dad and who's you know, trying right and clearly coming from Sarah that's not going to happen. Coming from her mom, it's not going to happen. So I thought it was great to see Amber kind of in that.
2: She was kind of taking on a motherly role, especially mm-hmm. when she like yeah. was taking care of her in the bathroom. See, we've seen Amber take care of Ryan before, and we've seen her take care of Drew too when Drews mm-hmm. come over. But this is something different, and I just... I, I think maybe... I think it's different because she's pregnant, mm-hmm. but I definitely see her being more of a mother, and I
1: I like that. I think she's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I think it was great having her maternal instincts kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also another perfect person for Ruby to talk to because they're closer in age. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to listen to an actual parental figure, might as well listen to someone who's been through it, who has gone through worse at her age and she knows what it's like. So bonding on a friendship kind of level. And also somewhat of a sisterly level too because it doesn't seem... Ruby's an only child. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have that sister, someone closer to her age to help her through these processes. That growing up, those growing pains and not... Having that relationship with Hank and having the relationship with their mother. So I felt like Amber was both a sister and a mother in, in this. Mm-hmm. It's great. Great character growth for Amber. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. all over this episode. She I was. loved it. It's and also, favorite.
3: I think that Ruby kind of needed someone on her side. So I think it was good that Amber gave her kind of like the free pass, you yeah. know, the first time she got caught because then she's like, okay, you know. I can come back from this and not everyone's
2: hating on me. Yeah. I was really surprised how Ruby reacted the next morning with Hank and Sarah. I didn't think that she would apologize and let alone run up to her dad and say, I love you and give him a hug. Mm-hmm. That, I was completely blindsided.
1: That was sweet. Yeah. Also shows character growth with Ruby. Yeah. So yeah. there is hope for her. There is hope for <laughs> okay. her. Okay. And I, I loved how um just all the movie references in tonight's episode oh, was yeah. amazing. It's kind of sad I've actually seen all of them that they were talking <laughs> about. I mean, St. Elmo's Fire and Breakfast Club, they're amazing. They're yeah, classic. Yeah. <laughs> so is To Kill a Mockingbird. But, yes, great fun story. And also, ha- uh, again, Amber just going into everybody's lives tonight. Her and Drew, they have a nice um moment mm-hmm. in, in this episode. And then we also see Drew... Uh, he's trying to pick college mm-hmm. and or like his college major and he realizes yes, he's the only person who's gone to college and should he get a career that would get a lot of money or a career that he'd be happy and he wants to be? Mm-hmm. What do we think of
4: Drew? I think the... Um- Oh, my gosh. What is their last name? It's not Braverman, technically, right? Drew no, and Amber? Drew. Yes. Holt. 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 Yes. Okay. I think the Holt children are having major growth almost mm-hmm. more than anyone this season. We see Drew really stepping it up. Um, I thought, you know, they've always had such a close relationship, but it's so just sweet of him to want to help out his sister and to want to yeah. have this major, really, because he knows, like... I have to make money. and But it's also really sad to me at the same time mm. because obviously I'm definitely a firm believer in everyone following their dreams, but I, of course, know the realities of the world like we all do. And it's sad that because you know, Drew was so not an economics guy, and so it's sad that he feels like he has to go that way mm-hmm. because, you know, he needs he to make to money. But it's also, it's very, I mean, it's just so sweet. It's just, a, it was a touching moment for him. To experience that, especially with his girlfriend to be so honest with her about it.
2: Oh, Natalie bothered me Natalie. so much this episode. Yeah. She is so not supportive of him she and so like, let's it. just have fun and party and mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. years to pick your major and she she was holding him back. I wanted yeah. her to get out. Well, yeah. it's just
1: they're not on the same maturity level mm-hmm. because yeah. Drew has really matured over the, the last year and he's thinking of the future and Natalie is still in her same way he's not just thinking living in the moment Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you grow up you have to think of your future
3: well and also he's like the man of the household yeah yeah, with Sarah with Sarah and Amber I mean kind of but he's like the lone man in the Mm -hmm. family yeah who's there
1: but I did enjoy the the fun scene at the very beginning when they're baby shopping in oh, yeah. oh, the yeah. crib. And that one saleswoman who looked like she was working on commission and just trying oh, to yeah. sell yeah. everything. <laughs> He's that like, what's this We got, got a yeah. yeah, stroller. Can we just go to Target? <laughs> 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 I loved it. That was very sweet. But and also just a nice, fun bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helped. Drew realizes he needs to help Amber because she can't afford all this. Yeah. And doesn't look like she'll be able to afford it with her salary. Right. Oh, Which leads cool. into the whole luncheonette problem that's going on with Crosby and Adam. hmm. They're, you know, we know Oliver room left. They're not bringing in money. They haven't booked any guests or a- any. Guess I'm so used to AfterBuzz and booking <laughs> guests here. Wow, they they haven't booked any talent to mm-hmm. create new music and bring money in. And Amber, she wants to raise because mm-hmm. she's trying to raise a baby by herself. But and she also thinks she's can. very deserving of it too. Yes, which she is she rightfully is. so. Yeah, yeah. rightfully so. I th- and again, I think this is also another maturity moment of Sarah uh, Amber. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, thinking you know if she has to grow up and she she's a hard worker and you know just building her career mm-hmm. i love
3: that she gave her long-term goal and that she was like you know someday i would like to be an artistic partner of mm-hmm. lunch yeah. i thought that was good that she was bold enough to put that out there because i think that a lot of women or young girls would not say that they would just you know i don't even think they would ask for a raise
1: mm-hmm. right are you surprised that now we know that three months have passed and Crosby and Adam haven't had any money coming in, but are you surprised that they didn't tell their wives for this long of a period? Not
2: really. I'm not no. I kind of am. I, I think Adam. I think I'm surprised with Adam. Crosby, I kind of expected yeah. it, but um, but Adam, I feel he and Christine have a very open and honest relationship, and the fact that he didn't really say anything, and then it just kind of Boiled up, and he just kind of freaked out when she was talking to him about the bills or something that was overdue, and in mm-hmm. um, the car and the check engine light. I just, I was shocked I with expensive. Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. I, I kind of expected it from Adam only because we've semi seen it from him before. Whenever he was at his last job and having trouble, um, there was a while where he didn't tell Christina, and it's. I they definitely have an opus and an honest relationship for sure, but. He, when it comes to finances and taking care of the family, he just never wants anyone to worry, period. And, you know, in the past seasons, he's been, you know, not only taking care of his family, but was also helping out his, you know, brothers and sisters at the same time as well. So I can, I get where he did it, or I can, I semi-expected it. Crosby, um, I expected it from him only because I think he just thinks It's something I can come back from. I I was telling Lexi earlier, I relate to Crosby's character in so many ways. And there are so many times where I think like, oh, I just won't say anything because I feel like I can fix it before it gets really bad. And that's why I think he didn't say anything is because he's thinking like, okay, I know things might be bad for a little while, but I'll come back. And he just, they just haven't been able to come back from it yet.
2: But where's the line drawn though? Because it's been
1: three months. Um, probably yeah, you know, around
4: then. the three month line. Oh, okay, yeah, so you think yeah. You think a, yeah. he should say something at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But also, Adam, we know that he's had very successful jobs in the past. He is very well financially stable, so they could probably go off of his savings for a longer time than Crosby probably would, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we know Crosby's past. It's here. It's here and there. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he he's growing up too, which is really great, mm-hmm. and. All these financial problems is spilling into Crosby's life. And Jabbar, for his birthday, he won't, they were promised to go to Harry Potter World. Mm-hmm. That still looks like fun. I promised myself that. It's amazing. <laughs> I haven't is been. it? Yes, I went like opening year. Oh my goodness, <gasps> it was great. <laughs> I have to go. Hashtag jealous. <laughs> but yes, and and you know, I, I really love this conversation between uh, Jasmine and Crosby when all the secrets are out and. I loved how Jasmine was like. I'm afraid of you not telling me and be honest because you are my guy. Mm-hmm. It was like we can have our so long as we have our relationship, we're good. We don't have to have a house. We don't have to have any of these material items. We just need each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was barren, so great. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Lexi, what did you think of this?
3: I, I mean, I thought it was a very sweet conversation. And I think for Jasmine, it probably, all you know, all the pieces of the puzzle were coming together for why he was being so irrational with the motorcycle and stuff like that. And so I think it probably opened a lot of doors. And also, I liked how they handled the Harry Potter world situation with Jab- with he, Jabbar. Yeah. Not even aside from the, the party, but the way they told him that, you know, it's not that it's not ever going to happen. It's just we can't afford it right now. And the fact that
2: you know Jabbar was willing to pay for his ticket, I know, yeah. He's such a sweet kid. He's, think of him versus Sydney. Oh gosh, <laughs> I mean Sydney the- would just Aww. like throw a fit if she didn't get to go to.
1: I'm glad Harry we got Potter a break Hill. from Sydney tonight. Yeah, that yeah. Would be yeah. me too. We missed Joel and Julia's story, but it was nice to have a. A, a kid who would still remain positive after being told unfortunate yeah. news. Yeah, But I did love that Harry Potter um, party. That was, was, was a nice very compromise. i jealous yeah. of that party. Yeah. I mean, there was the sorting hat. The sorting hat. The awesome. moving mouth. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. Garbs.
4: I'm like, where did you get those?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that was a nice compromise and very sweet. Ended, mm-hmm. And it ended the episode on a happier note, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully their financial situation will start to, you know, get better for them. Because right now it's not looking too good. I hope they, I mean, we already lost the big Braverman house last season. Mm-hmm. We can't lose the luncheonette. The yeah. lunch
4: in it is so huge for them. I just think that, I mean, where do they go from there if they do? I really hope that they can figure out a way. I honestly feel like it'll come, well, that I guess it's a prediction thing. But yeah. I just, I
1: hope they can keep it up. Yeah, For sure. I hope so too. Anything else? I mean, there there was a a lot of things happening every every episode. A lot of things happening, mm-hmm. but one, a lot of character growth. One thing I was thinking about
4: earlier, um, actually liked the fact that Sarah chimed in to hank whenever the situation with uh he and ruby was happening at first whenever she was saying that she wanted to go to the party but yada 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 <laughs> no, and how she was jinging. you know the hand signals behind she's Mocking like oh hand. yeah freaking <laughs> smoking of course and i liked that she didn't chime in too much because you know it's a situation that hank needs to handle himself ultimately well with Um, himself and Ruby's mom, but I like that he still listened to her, but she didn't like take it too far, because I feel like that at this point, where it's still like a very tender relationship, could semi be overstepping somewhat of a boundary? Um, But I like that she gave her opinion
1: without
4: giving it too much, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And I like how Hank is learning from everything, because he's still learning himself how to be a good father, but sometimes you just do need other women around to help Mm -hmm handle other women. Yeah. Because only we can really understand each other. So, exactly. So I mean and it's good that we see Amber's influence and yeah. Sarah's influence mm-hmm. and dealing with an unruly child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unruly teenager, I'll say that. Not mm-hmm. child, teenager. But yes, character growth from everybody. Yeah. It, it should be interesting. So I'm like kinda just thinking of all these different people. Um <laughs> but Drew and I'm kinda upset that he's choosing economics it doesn't feel like it's for him i am too yeah so, yeah but in the end if it helps with the family okay mm-hmm. but hopefully economics not that's not the only way to go right yeah. it's definitely yeah. not the end-all be-all yeah
4: if you're good you know the artistic route is a little tougher to go but if you're good at what you're doing truly passionate and driven then it can happen look at you know Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, wait. Never mind. Bad example. But
1: you know. <laughs> Y'all know <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So let's get into some fun news and gossip, shall we?
0: Yeah. Um, After Buzz
1: yeah. TV News. Okay. We do actually have some fun photos. Um, I'll let JTE cue them up for us. And he, he, <laughs> oh, this is The first great. one. I love following them on Instagram. I say it every week. Instagram so and funny. social media. I believe... Uh, Mae Whitman posted this one yeah. of uh, Miles Heiser. I guess that's some facial massage. But I'm um, behind the scenes having fun. Looks comfortable. Yeah. And he's like, this is really, this is kind of a fun feeling. <laughs> it's fun. It's actually a video, so I had to like screen grab that. <laughs> but I'm moving on to our next one. And we have, oh, Lauren Graham is actually appearing on Lisa Kudu's new sh- new show, The Comeback. On Oh, no, no, not the comeback. Sorry. Wow. Completely different show. Web Therapy. <laughs> that's that's airing on Showtime. I watch too many television oh, cool. shows. Web Therapy and Lauren Graham is in an upcoming episode. I'm not sure which date. Let us know. No, let us know. Um, but that's something to look forward to. And there's a lot of big celebrities in that show. So that appears on Showtime. That's just something. Um, yeah. And then our final photo. We have <laughs> oh, <my laughs> another... Fun photo of May Whitman doing the splits. She was singing and dancing, and that this is an actual video. But I believe Dax Shepard actually posted this one. Oh my god! Again, behind the scenes, just everyone have fun. She's my favorite. She's just so her. funny. I'm not sure if a pregnant woman could do splits. Yeah, but yeah. a very talented pregnant woman. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just fun photos. I love watching them. Mm-hmm. Very funny. and then there's also a fun article. Um, Monica Potter was talking to. I believe it was Cleveland News because she's from Cleveland mm-hmm. but uh, she's should just talking about season 6 and how they're actually uh, you know just how they bonded in the very first pilot, her working with everybody, and she feels that like Craig T. Nelson reminds her of her own father mm. who passed away and like all the mannerisms, the way he speaks and how just they look alike. So she's she's really close to Craig T. Nelson. And then also she mentioned that uh, they were d- the the cast members were trying to do everything they can to save money for parenthood so they could have more episodes that they, they even agreed that they wouldn't be and like each member each cast member would cut back their episodes just so they could save money oh wow, wow. so if you think about it that's probably why there's an in. episode people <laughs> weren't in each episode I mean Sarah wasn't in last last week's episode, and but she was in this one. Mm-hmm. Joel and Julia weren't in this one. Craig T. Nelson and Zeke and Camille, the, uh, Millie. There, there were. There's a lot of episodes here and there where certain characters are completely cut, and I think that's why. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that I'm so sense. glad that they're just as invested as we are. That they're like we yeah. want
4: to give episodes. We want to make this show happen for the fans. So that means yeah. a lot for sure.
1: And I think that just really goes to show the. The cast members and the crew members themselves—they're in it for the love. They're not yeah, in it for the paycheck. For the they're yeah. in it for the actual love of the television show. Mm-hmm. And that's always so nice to see in the series. That, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they
3: love the show itself, and they're not just you know there for the money. Right? And so. I
1: feel that's hard to find in Hollywood too. I don't want to sound so jaded, but to find a whole cast and crew that just are doing a show just to out of pure love is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's a fun article. You can find it on Cleveland News, I believe. Um, dot com. and then also just a a big fun teaser. The 100th episode of Parenthood is about to be filmed, or is almost wrapping. Wrapping, mm-hmm. so that's something to look forward to. We might mm-hmm. have some news and gossip from that. Hopefully, so Just saying, so it's something to definitely, definitely look for. I think to. the party is this week or next week. It's next week. Yeah, for the the hundredth episode. episode party. Yeah, we might mm-hmm. have some photos from that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, more stuff to look forward to. Quick predictions. Let's do it.
0: And now Your are after buzz.
1: all right next week's preview oh my goodness joel and julia we were all talking before we went live that that preview got us more emotionally affected than tonight's episode (laughs) well so we see divorce papers do you think they're actually going to go through with the divorce no
3: I will throw yeah. my remote at the TV. Okay. Do. Please don't. I agree with that.
1: Throw it to the Sorry. side. No. Safety first. Not at the TV. You could throw it to, into a chair, into a wall. Not at the TV. We need that. Into each other. Yeah. No. Yeah. We can That's take good. it. We can take the hit.
4: I would be way too upset if they did. Um, I, it just... Maybe it will happen. No. It just can't happen. That's how I feel about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not much of a, of a prediction. I just feel like for my heart, they can't do
2: that to me. But, you know, it's happened before, so I don't but know. But we did, I feel like we did see a moment between uh, Zeke and Joel. Kind of that moment that, you know, he has with every character where it's a last some, a last moment together. And, you know, can he was saying, if it? you want to fight for her, like, you go get her. And so. And if, if anyone yeah. can, like, tell somebody how to do it, it's going to be Zeke, so.
4: Yeah. Yep. I think that switch is going to flip, and Joel's going to, like, go hard.
3: Harder than the pain almost
4: because mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't something? yet you know we right. talked about that last week or the week before I guess but he hasn't like it's obvious to us at this point that he wants to be back together with Julia but technically he hasn't told her that he kissed yeah. her but he hasn't said anything so
2: maybe he will actually make a move and she's the one that reaches for his hand in the elevator right yep yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. This, so and I I have to chalk it up to editing to make it look like it's yeah. not going to happen. But <laughs> the way they shot that and showed us to the audience is probably completely out of oh, order. For sure. right. So yeah. I yeah. think this is the way I think it's going to go. That their her happy moment, J- Julia's happy moment on the couch with Chris, they're all happy whatever. They get the divorce papers, they go to the that meeting, They're questioning everything they're in the and then um then we see Joel go to Zeke. They have the last Zeke binding moment. Ah, oh, good lord, that's going to be emotional. And then at the end, very cliffhanger. Joel is going to go try to get Julia. And then the elevator
2: doors are going to close, and that's going to be the end of the episode. That's a that's oh. a good
1: that's a good prediction. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know what? I think Julia. Just for the sake of a happy ending for this show, I think Julia is <laughs> going to stay with Joel.
4: We have to have one sure. happy ending, right? We have to.
1: And even Erica and Sam, they, they say that the, they want to be together. They mm-hmm. want the characters to end together. Yeah. So I think it's going to happen. I hope so. Be positive. Yeah. <laughs> Team Julia is still, still exists by the end of this show. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So much more to talk about. Where can everyone keep talking to you? Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April with some hand. You can
3: find
2: me on all social media at Lexi Hamasfarh. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at
1: Kelly KellyKanez. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Sarah Feeney TV. You can follow all of us here on AfterBuzz on AfterBuzz TV. And check out our fun dissections. We have the rest of the season to get you more fun stuff to watch. Thank you all for listening and downloading, rating, and commenting on iTunes and YouTube. And we will see you next week for Parenthood.